Hello, and welcome to Just Figure It Out, a podcast to inspire and encourage our listeners to pursue their goals. This will be done by sharing stories and experiences from guests about how they made definite goals, how they failed and succeeded, but never gave up. In essence, how they just figured it out. My name is Jen McAllister, the host, also the owner of Rise CPA and Accountants. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to my guest, April Hyatt. She's the owner and website designer of Impactful Online Solutions and the Done Right Website Academy. So April, happy to have you. And I'd like to turn the time over to you to tell us just a little bit more, but then we'll jump right into some conversation. Hey, yeah, sure. Although you you did great. Like <laughs> I'm sitting here going, wow, I'll just sit and listen for a while. But yes, I am an empty nester mom and I'm a full-time website designer. And my business grew, I started it eight years ago when I, when some of my kids were, well, actually all of my kids were still at home, I guess, at that point. And so I started small. And then as my kids got older and needed me less and moved out of the house and stuff, I just put more time to it and got referrals and grew my business. And here I am today and it's been great. And I've loved that it's just been able to evolve over time and fit with my life as my life changed. And anyway, that's been awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm an empty nester too. You, you got to embrace every stage of life. You don't want to live in the past. You don't want to be just thinking about the future, but really be present in the present. Life is sometimes just easier. You aren't worrying about getting people to all the places and worrying about all their stuff. And my kids, when they call and ask me, you know, hey, mom, can I get some advice on this or whatever? Sometimes I just say, you know what? You're really smart. I think you're going to figure this out. Let me know what you decide. And I just put it back in their court. And that's been yeah. great too. So I love it. Yeah. And I love that you accidentally said, just figure it out. Because really that is, that's what I'm trying to to tell our audience, to teach our audience what to do is just figure it out. And it starts in little tiny increments, like you just mentioned, where I believe in you, just figure it out. And it's those little accomplishments that build our ability to our, you know, confidence in ourselves that, yeah, I did. I figured that out. So let me try something a little bit harder and a little bit harder. And that's how we grow our businesses too. Even we figure it out. I mean, like you're saying, we try something it either works or it doesn't. And if it works, we go, that was a really good idea. Let me just keep doing that. I'm so smart. I'm going to keep doing more of that. And if it doesn't, then we go, oh, you know what? That didn't really work out so well. I'm going to try something different. So yeah. I think teaching our kids that skill is huge. Yes, I agree. And I'm, it's, it's a work in progress. I'm always trying to do that. Not, you know, you want to, sometimes you want to help, but you don't want to help too much so that they right. have the ability to, to figure it out. So what I'm really interested in asking you is tell me about your passion behind your job. And it doesn't even have to be entirely behind your business, but what are the things that, that you're passionate about that get you up in the morning that get you moving? Yeah, you bet. I love that question because there's so many things, but there's two things that really drive me in my business and just in my life because they do overlap. There's not really one without the other. I do this full time all day long, every day, but I just thrive on seeing other people succeed and seeing them grow and seeing them just get fulfillment in their lives and then also not struggle so much. So my business came from when uh, my kids were at home and our middle, we have three kids and my middle one is a, is a boy and he needed some mental health 
stuff, just he had stuff going on, very specific concerns and trying to find a place to help him just was hard. I just could not find it anywhere online. I, I just couldn't. And I looked and looked and looked and I asked people and I looked around and I had a friend that said, hey, April, try this company right here. And I said, okay, let me go check them out. So I went online and they just looked really bad. And I thought, nope, this isn't going to work. This isn't what I'm looking for. So I kept looking and later she said, like a week or two, she was like, hey, have you tried this company? And I said, yeah, I, I just, I don't think they're what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm very, very specific in what we need. And she goes, April, I promise you, this is it. My son's worked with them and other people have worked with them. She goes, just call. And so I did. And they literally were exactly what I needed. And, and so my son worked with them. It was a great relationship. We got the help that we need. Well, he got the help that he needed. Well, I got help too. I guess I learned along the way. And so anyway, later I had said to the owner and some of the other people there, I said, you know, I almost didn't call you because I just, you don't look good online and you weren't showing me as a mom what I needed or telling me what I needed to hear to, to hire you. And they said, oh, okay, well, how would you feel about redoing our website and updating some of our stuff? And I thought, uh, okay, sure, I'll try it. I like to learn. I've got a background in computer science, although it's, I mean, it was like 25 years old at that point. But, <laughs> you know, I thought I could do this. Like, I can figure it out. I, and yeah. so I did. And then it worked out really well and I found that I loved it. And the biggest thing that I found is that I just loved the feeling that I could be helping another mom find the help that she needed. And then as that grew, I got referrals, my business grew. And then now I, so I, I like that feeling and I just like the feeling of empowering other people to succeed. And my way of doing that is helping businesses with their website because I think it's important. And I think it gives you as the business owner confidence to say, my business is legit. Here I am. I'm real now. I, I'm a real business. In fact, Jen, I was listening to one of the podcasts earlier, I think. It's when you interviewed with Heidi on the Lemonade Stand mm -hmm. episode and you said you were talking about your business and then you said something like, I got my EIN number, I registered for the state, I got my website up and I was ready. And I thought, yes, it's it's kind of one of those confidence things that you feel like I'm legit, I'm a real business, I can do this because I'm ready. So that's my passion. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So one thing is I know my website could use some work. But I think there's this, you know, this concept analysis paralysis, and you could use mm -hmm. that in a lot of ways where I could have waited and waited to get the best website up and like, well, yep. I'm not ready yet. I need this. I need that. So definitely just in my experience, just getting something out there and everything doesn't have to be perfect in your business. But then as you grow you should always be looking for ways to improve. And a website is definitely one of those, but usually we just have to go, like don't think too much about something and just, you know, the next step is the most important step and just take it. Oh, I totally agree with that. And I see people all the time, even that are like, ah, I don't know. I just, I'm like, just get something out there. It's not in concrete. You didn't like, it's not yeah. there forever stuck in exactly what it is day one. You can make changes. You can update it. You can grow with it. Just go for it. Just put something there and go. 
Right. And with anything in life, I mean, you, you do something, it might not be the best thing and it's just fine because that's how we learn. And we just keep trying things and we figure out the things that, that work best. Another thing that I liked about what you talked about is you kind of accidentally stumbled upon something that you were good at and you weren't even good at it initially. You had to, you had to figure it out. Um, And I think a lot of people think that they need to know what their passion is in the beginning and that, you know, like I've made my decision that now for the rest of my life, I have to do this, but there comes great power and courage and strength. I should say when you can recognize, you know, it's time to pivot this type of business or this career served me well enough. And now I'd like to try something different. Like we don't just make a one decision. It, it can evolve over time. And so I love that it was years later that you, you discovered something that you would be passionate about. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that happens with a lot of people. It's great. You, you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know if you like something unless you try it and you just got to try it. And, and that's really what I did is I tried it and I thought, man, this is really cool. I like this. I can help people. I'm good at it. And I can make it work with my family and my time frame and my life. And this is so cool. And the more I did it, the more I enjoyed it. But I'm also, I take a lot of training, learning. Like I don't just say, okay, I know it now I'm done. It's a constant learning. It's a constant upgrading my skills. It's a constant, like it wasn't a one and done, but I love that too. I love the learning part of it. I love the growing So yeah, try stuff out. It doesn't, you know, you don't, my degree is in, believe it or not, political science and teaching, which has nothing to do with websites, (laughs) but I would have never known that I liked this if I hadn't have tried it. So yes. I love that. And I think we also need to, you know, go with our gut as well. Like try something, give it an honest effort. And then if it doesn't feel right, then move on to something else. Like you shouldn't force something, but at the same time, don't give up on something where you're like, I feel something here. I could do this. And you just, you just can't give up. And then we all have weaknesses. And so it's so important to be able to reach out to other professionals or people who know things that we don't so that we don't have to learn everything. You know, we're we're not expected to know everything. Uh, not even close. So yeah, reaching out to resources so that we can do what we do best and rely on other people to help and support. Yes. Yeah. And I kind of made that mistake in my business early on where I thought two things. One, I had to know every single thing. And two, I thought I'm new. I don't have any budget. I can't hire people to help me or whatever. But I found that I can actually make more money If I hire out the things I'm not good at, because that frees up my time to do the things I am good at, and I'll make more money with my time doing what I'm good at than I spent hiring somebody to do the things that they're good at, like accounting or something. I'm not good at that. So I'm always going to, you know, hire out my bookkeeping or hire out my, my taxes or, you know, those kinds of things, because what's going to take you four hours is going to take me four months. And do you know how much money I lost in that four months worth of time, not doing what I'm good at. So it took me a little while to figure that out though. I didn't, I didn't do it right off the bat. 
Yeah. And in addition, not only is it the t- extra time that it's taking you, but then your creative abilities and your, your, your attitude is also affected because then you have this burden of whatever it is that you don't want to do. So yes, thank you for saying that as soon as possible, because yes, sometimes you do have to do it yourself while you have no funds, but as soon as possible, and it's really an investment, invest in other people's services. So like you said, that you can spend your time making money. Right. Yes. It's kind of interesting because as a business owner, the more you grow and the better you do, the more fun it is. I don't know if fun's the right word, but I'm going to use it. The more fun it is to support other local businesses and other small business owners and then start collaborating and and just really feeling like, yeah, now I'm giving back and I'm helping other people in supporting their businesses too and doing business with them. And I don't know if to me, it's kind of a full circle thing. And I just like that. Yeah, I love that. And that reminds me of my own business. You know, I've got my three wise and I say this a lot, so I'll keep it short. I like to help my um, my ladies, I call them, um, that work with me. I help. I like to help them rise. We'd love to see our riot, our clients rise, and also others. Now, the the others is what I want to focus on. Is I think we often think, even if it's outside of a business, even just personal. Well, when I make um, more money, then I'll be able to help. But I think that that's also a mindset, and that. We, we should be always looking for little ways to help. And as our means get larger, then we can continue to help in bigger ways. For example, um, I met another wonderful guest on the podcast, and she has a foundation for youth that are struggling mentally. Mm-hmm. And I, I went through her website and I just, I wanted to support. And there were all these really large donations that could be met our VIP table. And I wanted to do that. And then I thought, you know what? It's just fine and good enough to to show up with the the two seats that I'm buying at a table. You don't have to be big and bold. You just have to be willing to to support in in little ways that you can. Oh yeah, for sure. And some of the ways you can support don't even cost money. You can put, you know, if you go somewhere, leave them a Google review, unless it's really bad, then don't leave them a bad one, (laughs) but leave them, you know, leave a five-star Google review or, you know, get on, if you see a post on their Facebook business page, comment on it, like it, you know, go on their Instagram, make comments, just, you can support people in ways that don't cost money. You can refer people to those that you know, you can, you know, there's lots of ways that you can support businesses without it costing you a lot of money if you don't have the budget for that yet. And that's totally fine. Yeah, I love that so much. I'm interested in years back as a youth, um, child, or a young adult, are there any experiences or things that, was there anything that helped you really believe in yourself that you could accomplish some bigger things? Anything come to mind that was impactful in your life? For me, I grew up in a family of eight kids. So I'm the second oldest of eight kids. And my parents got married really, really young. My mom was 15. My dad was 17. They had eight kids and they stayed together their their whole lives. My dad just passed away three years ago. My mom's, my mom's still here. But that one of the things that, that my parents were really, really good at is 
instilling confidence in their kids and just saying, you guys are smart. You can do this. You are so smart. And they did everything in their power to give us the opportunities to get an education and to, you know, allow us to do the things that we felt that we wanted to do. They encouraged us. And we didn't have money as a kid at all. We had zero. I mean, my parents had GEDs and there were eight kids. They just, we did not have a lot of money. Looking back as a kid, I can see that now. But when I was a kid, I didn't realize that. Like they didn't really talk about that or, you know, whatever. It was just all about, we help each other as siblings. We support each other. And you guys are so smart. You can do all of this stuff and just constantly reinforcing that. And what was really interesting is a couple of years ago, well, it's probably been four or five years ago now, as kids, we did a fun gift for my mom where we all made a little video and we asked, you know, what do you remember most about mom? Because everybody talks about this at a funeral, but we thought, well, we don't want to wait till her funeral. Let's give it to her now. <laughs> and my mom was sick at the time. She's doing quite well now, but we actually thought she might pass away at some point. And so we, we made these little videos and we all said, you know, what we loved about our mom and what we remembered, you know, what we would remember about her and stuff. And what was so interesting is every single one of us kids, every single one of us, and we did our, our, our videos completely separate from each other, but we all said, mom made me feel like I was the smartest person and I was her favorite child. Like we all thought we were the favorite child, every single one of us. And so, and I thought, how cool is that? But anyway, I think it's those little things over time that make a huge difference, especially when you're older and life happens and- that is a really, truly special talent to make everyone feel like their favorite. You know, I could learn from that. And even you, there are like friends that make you feel the same way. Like you are the most important, you know, friend that I have. And that's such a skill. It reminds me, your stories remind me of things in my own childhood. And, and one particular thought comes to mind. I remember we had, we had moved to Korea. My dad was in the military. And I was in fourth grade and we were at a, a military school. So it was, it was completely English, even though we were living in Korea. And there was a, it was called a gifted and talented class where they would take you away from your classroom and you would join this group of gifted and talented. And my mom signed me up for it. And I'm telling you, I wasn't gifted and talented, but the fact that she thought I was, and that she signed me up for the class. And so I, I remember going into that class and everyone was so brilliant. And I just didn't want to let my mom down. And I just worked extra hard. And definitely, I didn't even know what imposter syndrome meant at, at that time. But looking back, I did have imposter syndrome. But that made me want to work that much harder so that I could show my mom that, you know, you thought I was gifted and talented. And guess what? I am. And, and honestly, I wasn't. And But that was just so kind of like with your, your parents. You are smart. You are this. And that is so impactful in life when we talk to people the way that we see them. We can build them up or we can tear them down. But the way that you talk to someone, I you know, I believe in you. You, you are smart. It, it's so impactful. And I know a lot of listeners don't have that, that experience. And I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, whatever your circumstances are, whether they're a lot of positive ones or a lot of negative ones, all of it helps us grow. 
If it's a negative experience, we choose to rise above it and use that as ammunition to, to become better than our childhood or, or whatever phase of life it is. So any other experiences or even books or thoughts or quotes that really have helped you or helped your kids? Um, Any words of advice that you may give to our listeners? I think the biggest thing that's impacted me, and this is a book I read, actually, it's called Essentialism. And it's by Greg McEwen. And basically, it just talks about when you want to be really successful and you're working on something big is to just like focus on that and get rid of all the non-essential stuff, all that extra stuff that we don't need. And I think this fits into business, but it also can fit even into our life. Like what are the most important things? And then don't worry about everything else. Just it'll, it'll solve itself. If you let it go, it'll, it'll either fade away or, It'll figure itself out or, you know, whatever. And the, and the same in business is I've grown in my business. I've learned that if I try to do six things at the same time, it just doesn't work. But if I will pick one project and say, okay, this is what I'm working on. I'm going to make this into, you know, this big thing or whatever I wanted to do, then I can move leaps and bounds faster if I do that than if I try to work on four or five things at the same time. So it's a really impactful book. Not that I'm here to promote his book, but it's a great one. So, but I loved it. I love that essentialism. And I love, I I love that concept. You, You really can't do something really well if your mind is spread out. And I even use that concept in a roundabout way uh, for myself. But if I'm talking to children or coworkers that are like, oh, I've got so much to do. I, you know, how do I handle it all? And it's really just focus on one thing and pretend like nothing else exists because you can only do one thing at a time. So there's no sense worrying about the other things. Just just you got to tell yourself nothing else exists. And then when you can, you can focus on one thing, you can do it well, you can wrap it up and you can be done with it. Right. Um, so yeah, I love that advice. In the last couple of minutes, would you tell our listeners how they can connect with you if they're interested in connecting with you on a personal level or getting website help? Um, how can they connect? You bet. So my email is april at aprilhyatt.com and Hyatt is H-I-A-T-T. I'm not the hotel people. I wish I was, but that's not us. I get to do it the old fashioned way. And my website, of course, is aprilhyatt.com. And then one of the things I'm really excited about right now that I'm working on, they're called Wise Women Mastermind Groups. And it's just getting women business owners together in small groups of like eight, where we really just learn from each other, build from each other, get ideas that we couldn't think about on our own and just get all that expertise together in one spot. And, but yeah, everything's on my website. Anything you want to know about me pretty much is on my website. Nice. And I love that you, that's the coolest thing that you have a website that is your name aprilhyatt.com. That is so cool. So this group of women that get together to support each other, is it virtual or is it in person? And if it's in person, what city, what area are you in? So it's kind of both, but not really. It's online. We meet online every other week in mastermind groups. And I have people from all over the US that are in the groups. The majority of the people, however, are from Utah simply because I'm in a lot of local networking and Facebook groups here in Utah. 
And so we do a lunch once a month. We just get together for fun. And that's just a for fun. We just get together for fun. We have lunch. We visit. Because it's always more fun to meet somebody in person. So our cute people in Oklahoma, in Georgia, they don't quite get to come to the luncheons. But the mastermind part is online. And then just the for fun getting together for lunch with anybody that's in Utah. I'm in Lehigh. So anybody that's in the area, we rotate. And, and I always try to find a local restaurant or a local business to support since we're going to go spend money there. Let's go find a place that's local. I love it. Thank you so much for spending the time with me today. I've loved hearing all the various ways that you support others in business and just in life. So really, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And Thank you. I just want to tell the listeners, my, again, my name is Jen McAllister, the host of Just Figure It Out and the owner of Rice CPA and Accountants. Until next time, friends.